Everybody here okay? Yup. Hello. Alright, how about this? Project Ernie Lazarus. Where we take <laughs> Ernie Lazar's FOIA request, we feed him into an AI bot, ChatGPT style, <laughs> and we get an AI like bot that's yeah. constantly going to be even more prolific with FOIA requests than Ernie. And, and also makes k- kick ass uh, um, disco song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does two things. <laughs> There's two things. Oh, yeah. That's for the real heads. If you want to understand the joke, you're going to have to go to patreon.com slash ironweeds. R.I.P. to a real one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... uh, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're downstairs for the first time in a week. You heard heard our our dulcet pants and made it down here. (laughs) (laughs) I demand upsies. (laughs) Uh, listeners uh so apology no you know what sorry not sorry yeah Yeah. no sorry yeah for the uh intermittent purring last uh week i have a uh very geriatric cat that apparently loves nothing more than to be uh cradled uh lovingly while we podcast (laughs) she's she can't get enough (laughs) so she's on all types of meds and has you know who knows how much longer but i'm gonna indulge her when i can yeah absolutely yeah. So, so yeah. speaking of only having so much time left on this earth, uh, <laughs> oh, there's a uh, there's a huge train derailment in uh, in Ohio, East Palestine. Palestine, Palestine, I believe. Oh, the I locals think it's call Palestine. it Palestine. Oh, okay, my bad. That's the thing. If you steal a location name from some other part of the <laughs> world, you at least ha- like it's pretty inappropriate that we call it Troy. We should call it like Troy or yeah, something. Right. Troja. Yeah, Troja Est. Troja actually might be. Or, or, no, because it has to—it has to be the same word, just said differently. Yeah. Like Delhi or Cairo. Yeah, yeah, it's gotta be like Troy, or I'd something like that. Yeah, I don't T-Roy. know. Roy. We went to college with a girl who was from Versailles, Indiana. Oh, really, Versailles? Versailles. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And, uh, the French deserve that. Yeah, the French definitely deserve that. I think. And I have family from uh, Pocahontas, uh, Arkansas. Pocahontas. Nice. Not how I think they probably pronounced it probably originally. Not. Yeah, probably not. In any event, East they Palestine. Call it Pocahontas. <laughs> Everything's fine though. They drank the water. Yes. The devil's milk rides again. <laughs> the officials came in, they drank the water. It's all fine. Yeah. I, I watched a little video of it and they're like in it looks like some government buildings like break room or something, and they're just like filling water from the tap and like passing it around and all wearing Nikes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> they're like Sorry. matching tracksuits. They're like, we're gonna, we're gonna catch his comment. Uh, yeah, and, and, they, and they all, and they, they, but was it? I mean, one thing that is interesting is that you cannot see them actually filling up the, 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 the cups. Like the, the, really, the back, their back, yeah, the guy's back is turned to the camera and it's blocking the. Do you think he has like a? Do you think he has like a bladder in his clothes and like a little hose going out of his sleeve, and he's like (laughs) secretly putting like Zephyr Hills in there? I mean, let me put it this way: Poland Spring, Um, I guess. The the people, the people of southeastern Ohio, uh, love a a rotund legislator. Yeah, yeah. So don't we we all? Yeah, yeah. You know, whomst among us? I'm sick of this tasting the water out of a little cup. (laughs) If they're gonna do this, I want a beer bong. (laughs) 
and a and like a big water cooler jugs worth of water. Yeah, and I want these motherfuckers to get like hydrolysis. Okay, I want their I want their cells to be expl- rupturing. Yeah, from so much. from the excess of water in their yeah. system. We 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 should make them um, do a uh, devil's keg stand, and then just be like chug chug chug. chug. <laughs> Yeah, what, what if we waterboarded them Ooh. with the water? Oh. And if they're fine, then the water's fine. Yeah. But they, they did make a point to say the fields and streams, they're definitely polluted. That, don't touch that. But that's different from <laughs> yeah. where we get your drinking water. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, like, those we, waters are totally separate and yeah. don't ever touch. Right. I mean, well, like, I hope, hopefully they, they do filter the water from the rivers and streams before it gets into the municipal drinking supply. But the the problem, right, though, is that the, it, it's set up to filter out stuff like dirt Oop. and E. coli. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like... Not like vinyl chloride. HCL, yeah. 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 Um, there's a lot of... I mean, it's the same reason that, like, you know, you, there's all those headlines that show up about, like, you know, there's antidepressants in the drinking water because our municipal water treatment plants it's depressed, don't okay water treatment plants <laughs> need love too yeah, you know there's yeah. no shame in it yeah but they don't, they can't filter there's a lot of stuff that you can't filter out right because yeah. a lot of it's like a biomechanical process or you just like feed it through sand and like and like you might treat it with a few things to get rid of biological agents but a chemical is is, is going to pass through all of that yeah like, unless, that, unless they need... can put it through some type of catalytic uh process yeah. where they basically, um, you know, have enzymes or bio, you know, uh, flora or something that's going to like actively react to the, you know, contaminant. In Some the- sort of ionic thing, you know, something with ions, probably. <laughs> and I'm sure, uh, I'm sure that whatever municipal body is responsible for the water treatment of East Palestine, Ohio, can totally afford all of that stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. To do yeah. all of that. I'm sure their, their water treatment plant was doing great before this. Yeah. And yeah. it was, like, very well-funded and well-staffed. All they need is, like, the operating budget of one F-35 for, like, a couple weeks. Yeah. yeah. And then they'll be all set. <laughs> like, Troy <laughs> has literally, later. like, one person working in the water department. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right now. <laughs> like, but, like, th- this... And by the way, stop listening to this podcast. Get back to work. Our fucking <laughs> health and safety it depends on it. Thank you. <laughs> but, like, this fucking... What what these these on the ground reports from people who are going through this right now are dire. Like they, it is grim to read what is happening to these people. Like one woman is talking about how her entire family has been covered in rashes after using the shower. What the fuck? Yeah, they're being told that like the water inside your home is safe, but the water outside's not safe. It, like all of these contradictory things. No, the air quality's fine. Meanwhile, people say that if they like inhale the the air outside. It's so, it's like turpentine and it's so pungent that after a while of breathing it, it sticks to the inside of your nose and mouth and leaves a metallic taste in your mouth. Oh, that sounds There's only one explanation for this. Mass hysteria. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Swamp gas. Yeah. It's a a Havana syndrome. Yeah. They're all just psyching each other up. I mean, like, you know, we saw those, uh, those maps that you posted on, uh, uh, Twitter, uh, about the, uh, the air um born contaminant like drift zone that shit's been totally diluted that's yeah. that's it, yeah no, it's yeah <laughs> as we all know the solution to pollution is dilution everybody and... gets a little bit of hydrochloric <laughs> acid and then it's fine yeah. uh i don't know if anyone was paying attention but we got ours here in troy around february 8th so if you felt a little pep in your step a little uh, metallic <laughs> zing in yeah, your, yeah. your mouth if you felt just a little bit more chlorinated <laughs> uh, that's it's, why 
it's so sad. Like, uh, Residents are being advised to call poison control um, instead of taking their children to the family physician because these doctors don't know how to treat chemical exposure. Yeah. So imagine yeah. your little kids are covered in rashes. Are You don't know if the food and water that you're giving them is safe. Uh, these fucking, uh, they gave them $1,000 residents. They gave them $1,000. For what? Like to do what with? To, I guess, maybe to leave if you, but how, how do you pack up, you know, a dog and a cat and two kids and get them somewhere else for a thousand dollars? Like that you, you can't. Thoughts and prayers. So now they're faced with either like, you know, leaving everything behind. Who knows if you can come back to it um, or staying here and feeling like you're poisoning your family. And there was this one couple who was like, they're, they just retired. They have a new grand grandchild in another city in the state, and they were planning to sell their house. They were waiting for the market to go to tick up a little bit more so that they could sell their house and move to be closer to their children and grandchildren. And now this has happened. Yeah, probably probably the, the real estate market in that area is not, not doing so hot. And, you know, because of the fucked up country that we live in, a lot of old people, they count on the, yeah. the value of their home being what they retire on. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, uh, we exported that model across the world. That's like a thing that we, that we did when, uh, as, as Europe started getting old uh, and, you know, like their birth rate, you know, slowed down. We were like, you should do what we do here. <laughs> we're like, you take out a reverse mortgage uh, on your house. Uh, that you that, you know so get some money out of it before you die. Like it's great. It's a great system. Yeah, can't go wrong. Yeah, yeah. There's absolutely nothing that will reduce the value of your home. Nope. Definitely not a totally preventable uh, train disaster. Yeah, that has been set up by like three or four presidential administrations at this point. Yeah, like, it's a long time in in the making. Like I, I, at this point, you might do better to just go on DraftKings. <laughs> <laughs> like that might be a better retirement plan than anything that like this society can offer you. Yeah, not to lay the heaven this into existence, but I can imagine a scenario where like DraftKings becomes like like a, like a like a legitimate retirement option. It's just like yeah. you roll that into a 401k is like, you know, what you think how do you think the Jets are going to do? <laughs> Uh, in in forty years, like over time or something, yeah. you know, it's like there's just like, like why not? If we if like whether or not the Chiefs will change their racist name, yeah, was, like I mean, like, if Christian Gillibrand was able to like say on CNBC like you should put crypto in your in your retirement, then like at least betting sports betting has a fundamental. Yeah, you know, it's like someone's gonna win. Yeah, yeah. Or, oh, and there's like ankles and and weather and teamwork, <laughs> like at the base of this, instead of just like a a a, a made up brand uh, from like some guy from Romania. Yeah. It's like that's the like, Doge <laughs> to the moon. Yeah, yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah, and we have our own uh, little uh, water problem here too. Oh, we do. Yes. Yeah. Oh, nice segue. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well yeah. done. You could even say it's a pretty big water problem. Yeah, it's pretty for, big. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not not good. So, so if your home was built before the 1980s, it is very possible that you have a lead pipe. The 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 lead, the the service line that goes from the municipal water to your house may may well be lead. A lot of them got replaced after the 80s. Any place that had like significant renovations or like 
infrastructure changes outside to like sidewalk or water lines, like a lot of those places got changed to copper pipes or, you know, some other safer metal. Or PVC. And, yeah, and, or PVC, yeah. And even though we find like a, a, a couple major water distribution lines are still uh, logs <laughs> that eventually like burst, like, you know, six yeah. feet under the uh, the street uh, every couple of years, uh, we've been assured that absolutely no city municipal infrastructure is still led. Right. Yeah. I mean, so the wood, hey, those those log pipes have done really well, okay? <laughs> they they, they served us well for like, you know, 200 years, some of them. Yeah. We, I think that we do have like literally the oldest water pipes in the country. Yeah. Is like here. And if people would just stop using Drano, then they would probably keep going for like <laughs> yeah, ever. Right. But because at this point, the wood is basically cured. But, but um, yeah, we, uh, they've said uh, like the, the municipal system is is lead free it's miraculously only the pipes that you are responsible for that will like that likely still have lead in them yeah you know the, the only ones that are possibly observable by a civilian <laughs> by third party yeah, by, yeah, yeah. yeah those are the only ones, yeah, those are the only ones we took care of yeah. all of ours and then to make matters worse a uh, friend of the show uh greg and the uh this uh outfit he runs called timber uh was looking through um all the all, uh, documents, municipal documents, and found that um, we had been allocated half a million dollars, $500,000 to um, uh, for lead pipe remediation. Uh, and this was a federal program that many cities uh, got money for. And we have the distinction of being the only city that has spent zero dollars of, of, of our allocation. That's because we're putting it in DraftKings so we can grow it. <laughs> and then we can replace the secret lead pipes the city's not telling us they have underground. See, go Bills. <laughs> it, <laughs> see, that plan at least has some strategic value. Yeah. yeah right. um, the actual plan uh, or reason why we haven't spent any of this, according to the mayor, is there's no conceivably fair way to distribute these funds, which right. is to say, not a first come first serve, not a we're sending people out to inspect every home. Uh, we're going to pay like somebody to make, you know, uh, home visits to try and figure out the uh, total scope of the remediation re uh, effort required. Or like like every house that has like a kid under five, that's, like I don't know, just like all sorts thing. of things. Find the most uh, vulnerable people. Yeah. Yep. And do and do them first. Yes. We should re so Chris Churchill. The absolute, the absolute boy. Um, we love him. We hate him. We read him all the time. Our our farm league, David Brooke. Yeah, <laughs> we should um we should read this article that he is very short, just an op ed that he put in the Times Union. Um, a few stupid questions for Mayor Madden. Troy has a significant problem with lead water pipes. So why hasn't the city spent a five hundred thousand dollar federal grant provided to help solve the problem? While Mayor Patrick Madden would probably consider that a stupid question, it's one many in the city are asking. And it's a question that was at the heart of an emotional city council meeting Thursday night when residents such as... Sorry, I had a pop-up in the middle of me fucking reading that. <laughs> when residents such as Jonah Favreau stood up to detail their problems with contaminated water. I'm talking three times the allowable amount of lead in my drinking water, Favreau said to members of the council while holding a child who, she said has a speech delay and other sensory issues, all of which are known side effects of lead being present in the blood. 
In 2018, Troy was among the cities receiving federal money to help property owners like Favreau, who is 37 and lives on the city's east side, replace privately owned lead pipes that connect to city water mains, which don't contain lead. Stop asking us about that. <laughs> they don't contain lead. Albany, for one, quickly put the grant it received to use, but Troy hasn't spent a penny. Even worse, many city officials and employees weren't aware Troy had the money on hand. It's just been sitting there, unused, and residents like Favreau are justifiably upset that the city didn't publicize the problem or the available pot of cash. I want to know why this money hasn't been spent, and I want to know specifically who dropped the ball, she said, noting that Troy families whose pipes could have been fixed are still being exposed to water that's potentially damaging. Later in the meeting, Madden stood up to explain. The Democrats said the $500,000 grant wasn't nearly enough to replace the 4,500 or so lead service lines connecting to homes in the city. True. And since Troy can't afford to replace water lines for everybody, he said, <laughs> the city needs a plan before it distributes the money to property owners. And we only had a couple of years to come up with that plan, and we're not there yet. <laughs> Just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah, we've, we've been too busy covering up for police murders. Yeah. Have you heard um, about our credit rating? <laughs> it's so high. <laughs> Uh, okay, blah, 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 a couple of things. Wait a second. Five years have passed and Troy is still working on some selective criteria for spending the money? Where's the urgency? We're not talking about a new plow for public works or some other mundane municipal detail. This is about public health. If you don't have enough water to put out the fire that's destroying your house, you don't sit around and twiddle your... You don't sit around... I'm sorry, another... Another pop up. Oh, and we are subscribers to the Times Union. Yes, yeah, we pay for this. You, I, we pay, pay for, for this it. trash. You don't sit around and twiddle your thumbs until more happens to come along. You douse the flames and start screaming for more water. I think that's a very apt metaphor. Yeah, yeah. on on Chris's part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give me more of that lead water. <laughs> this it makes the water heavier, so it, it stamps out the flame faster. <laughs> lead laden water. So now we get to the best part. Safe to say, Madden's relaxed approach and technocratic explanation didn't go over well. It prompted <laughs> resident Greg Campbell-Cohen, friend of the pod, to ask the mayor if he thinks the fairest approach is to let the maximum number of children get lead poisoning while leaving money unspent. Damn, dude, shots fired. That's one of the stupidest questions I've ever heard, Madden said, before talking again about all the helpful information available on the city's website. <laughs> We have one of the worst. We just updated that website like six years it's ago so or something, bad. and it sucks. It so still sucks. It's, it's like the it's like the and default didn't we spend WordPress. Like several theme. million dollars on that website. I don't know. Probably no. like, there's like a pay uh, your city bill thing. Yeah. that works sort of, but you got to wait like two weeks after you get the bill to the point where it's actually searchable online. Yeah, and you have to like search for like. Uh, quarter water bill quarter third. You have to know which quarter we're in or something, and then like you have to like like yeah like uh, do a filter to like find your bill, and then like and then it's like a five dollar service fee. Yeah, I I write them a check every fucking month. They have yep. to they go, go. And what is so fucked up is that they can just like pr they have all of this information that that if you know the right person, they can just print that shit out for you and give it to you. Yeah, but you if you don't know anybody in city government, you're basically just like left to the fucking whims of this website. Madden's ill-mannered answer just about sucked the air out of the room, according to those who were there. Republican Irene Soriento, who chairs the council's Public Utilities Committee, said she was appalled and embarrassed by the mayor's response. A spokesman for Madden on Friday said the mayor admits his words were poorly chosen, but 
believes the question was offensive. The question. Question is what was offensive. That's what's really yeah. offensive here. in this situation. The way that that man described my actions was offensive. <laughs> <laughs> I was offensive that he pointed out how poorly I've managed this crisis. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also have some questions. Madden may find them stupid, but he'll have to forgive me as I don't possess his considerable intellect. Few of us are so blessed. Nailed he it. is so bitchy and yeah. oh, just. Okay, here's my first question. How did such a condescending person ever get elected mayor of Troy? Twice. Ooh, yeah. Others. If Troy needs more money to address lead pipes, why hasn't the city been working to find it? Why has the mayor said so little about the problem, especially given that, by his own admission, it is so terribly widespread? Again, where's the urgency? I reached out to Campbell Cohen the other day after the meeting to ask stupid questions about his supposedly stupid question. He was able to laugh about the mayor's response, conceded that his question was pointed, justifiably, and added that the issues Madden is raising about distribution were reasonable during the summer of 2018. Unfortunately, it's 2023. Everybody is flabbergasted by this, Campbell Cohen said. They don't really get what the thinking was here. What was Madden's administration thinking when it sat on money that could have been used to replace lead pipes that are contaminating drinking water? That isn't. A stupid question. Perfect. Snaps. Yeah, snaps. Yeah. I'd snap at him cuddling a cat. Um, yeah, no. Uh, shit's fucked up and bullshit and pretty abusively neglectful is yeah. the way I would characterize the city's response to all this. Um, you know, like. <sighs> there are kids in the city who will forever have cognitive development issues because of this. De- this decision that he made Mm -hmm. and you know one of the 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 uh jonah favreau who was quoted lives in the east side that's a nice neighborhood Mm -hmm. this is Mm -hmm. not an issue you know so often these issues get overlooked because they only affect poor people yeah like environmental racism yeah yeah which is still terrible obviously but what's interesting i think about this crisis is that a lot of the nicest neighborhoods in this city have this problem and people had no idea especially because if you are on a part of the city where like they don't um, where the city doesn't take responsibility for the, um, the sidewalks, the sidewalk, yeah. mm-hmm, which, mm-hmm. which like on the east side is the case, where yep. like the the homeowner has Lansingburg to do, has to do too, with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're you're very likely not ha- going to have any sort of change in the in your service lines. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's a uh, uh, yeah. Uh, while of course, probably the the biggest uh, determinant is if you rent, right? Because then you sure even if you had enough money or if you noticed there's nothing you can do about it right and your landlord doesn't give a shit whether or not you're getting lead poisoned or not so in response to all this outrage uh i've gotten at least two mailers talking about let's get the lead out together yeah and basically just giving the same information that was on the website which is like you know sort of a five minute check on how you can see if your service line is lead um but the actual process by which you would pay somebody to rip up your sidewalk rip up a big portion of your basement, tie into the municipal line, replace the whole line with copper or something else suitable, and then, you know, like, finish up any uh, cosmetic and structural issues uh, inherent. Um, That is completely absent still. There's no clear way how a bunch of people are going to be able to afford this. Um, And, like, I think there was talk about some type of... um, grant being sought now that there's like a lot of public ire and outrage around this 
but I don't know of any details associated with it just yet. Well, and if memory serves, this like uh, you know, like the city has been wanting to hire a, a professional grant writer for a long time, and every administration and every budget zeroes out a a grant writer position. Just like it's just so strange. It's such a strange idea to me because one successful grant pays for the the salary of that writer, of that grant writer. Yeah. Like, and then some, probably. Yeah, like you could like. Yeah, I if they're good at it, then they're going to pay for themselves many times over. It's like so strange that they won't just like pay for that. But that we hired nine police officers last year, nine. But now we got nine more cars idling at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> yeah, and it's we're buying the economy, and we're buying all of them more cars. It's good for the local economy. It's these people, all the, all it, the Stewarts coffee and crawlers that they buy. <laughs> And then they, like, and even, like, their starting pay is low, but then they, like, double it with overtime. And their benefits And they are, seem to like, always need more overtime. <laughs> well, it's because it's cause you people won't let them hire more cops. And then what do you do. mean, you people? You people. Like, the, like the you Jews? guys. That's fucked up. <laughs> no, everybody knows the Jews run the cops. Yeah, right. Come on. Come on. David. Come on. <laughs> So, yeah, it's pretty grim. Um, hopefully the city gets off its ass and does something. I mean, even if you, like, there's no reason that this $500,000 hasn't been spent. Even if they said, look, we're never going to get another nickel towards this project. It's just not possible. Mm-hmm. Divide that $500,000 up among the families that are most in need, people who are earning the least, renters, and people with children. Mm-hmm. People with children under the age of 10. Mm -hmm. This is not difficult to set criteria for this problem Mm -hmm. because certain populations are more poorly affected by lead poisoning than others. Mm -hmm. So it's not like David and I do not need remediation at our house. We are not children. We won't be having any children. We, you know, live in a pretty nice neighborhood. Um, We could probably if push came to shove. We had to replace it. We could probably afford it, even if it meant taking out a loan against the house. But there are so many people in the city who very obviously this is an emergency for them. Yeah, this is something women, that needs to be dealt with yesterday. People with infants and young children. Yeah. And, and we know who they are. Yeah. It, like, it, it's not a mystery. There, and yeah, there's a census. <laughs> and, if it, and, and if it's not proactive, right, then it becomes the people that do have the most resources that are able to take advantage of it, right? Yeah. Because it, it's yep. because it's complicated. Like, it's hard to, like... You have to go get a contractor, like figure out if you have lead service line in the first place. Like, like the last apartment we rented, we didn't even have access to our service line. We wouldn't even been able to do the little scratch test on the thing to find out if we had a lead service. Yeah, line. that's a good point. Like we we couldn't even access it. So a concern we that we raised. Our thermostat. We couldn't access our like the natural gas inlets, which was a concern yeah. that we raised with our landlords, and she was just like, "Well, yeah." Thanks, Deb. (laughs) Well, you know, so, I don't know, maybe large landholders in Troy might be able to step in and help out. I mean, like, we've talked about in the past how Troy's um, two colleges, uh, Russell Sage and um, RPI, uh, RPI, uh, have, like, endowments, and they're very... You know, they're for profit uh, industry businesses. They don't pay dick in taxes. They don't pay any taxes. Well, they, add, add to that uh, Emma Willard. Yes. The all girls uh, private, private school, school. Looks like Hogwarts. Yeah. And, and uh, Samaritan Hospital. Yes. And so these incredibly lucrative businesses that have, you know, from uh, laws written back when the primary purpose of higher education was for priests 
to be trained to give like final rights to the dying and shit. <laughs> um, uh, don't pay any fucking taxes at all, even though they consume greater and greater amount of municipal services, whether that be, you know, paramedics or firefighters or police or whatever. Roads. Um, roads, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, absolutely could, you know, with their millions and millions and millions of dollars of endowment, take a little bit of a hit and help out the community that they are constantly um, saying that they're, you know, really connected with and like, you know, investing in blah, blah, blah. But like, I don't know. So there's that. And then there's also the, um, the landlords, you know, including uh, council uh, woman, um, Emily men, uh, you know, have these, you know, large for profit, like, uh, housing complexes and uh emily men's been very active on uh the troy subreddit uh talking about you know the information available for testing your lines and then uh making a big you know non-mea culpa saying like oh this has all happened before i was you know a city councilor and like i have open office hours and you know we're gonna get after like uh that what was the money that happened with covid relief that went out to municipal uh, towns, I forget the name of it, but apparently there's yeah. some money in that sort of slushy fund that is yeah, uh, trying American to American Relief Fund or something. Yeah, and and she's every, running for president, so she's yeah. running for city council president. Yeah, so. and so people of the United States, of the, <laughs> and so people, you know, reached out and were like, "Well, are you going to personally benefit from this?" And she's like, "Oh, any any remediation that I'm I'm going to have to do, um, I'm going to do out of pocket," which is also to say, like, hasn't been done yet. Which is to say, you know, and so I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I, I do think it's good if landlords who are running large for-profit, uh, you know, businesses do it themselves. I really hope that the oh, yeah. city does not. So the city has. What is that? <laughs> that, that that's a. Uh, that's Emily Men holding a lead pipe. Oh, that's oh, a lead pipe. Yeah, a lead yeah. She was pipe. walking yeah. around with her, her lead yeah. service pipe. Yeah, maybe yeah. she shouldn't be holding that with bare hands. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's you can touch lead. That's not okay. Not a big deal to touch lead. Should be telling more. You know, it's like the, that's, new, the that, new touch. Just grass. don't eat it. That's like, the, tr- the Troy it. version of the um, the devil's milkshake. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's just bringing in lead. a lead wand everywhere you yeah, yeah. you know are they like listen this is at the front of my mind <laughs> but the other way the city has proposed literally, <laughs> yeah, literally part of this pipe is in my mind <laughs> the other way the city has proposed to pay for this is with a basically a surcharge on your water bill yeah what yep. is it like forty dollars a, a year, year. yes yeah, um bad. very small amount for each you know individual household that would result in millions of dollars for the city to be able to to do some of this remediation in-house um, with with like funds, ris- you know, raised in the in the city. Yeah, I think that that's. I know. I look. I know that people feel like we, we shouldn't have to pay for any of this. But it's regressive for sure. Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily true because the people who are paying water bills are by and large landlords. Or you you're know, not allowed to charge for water to a renter. Yeah. in New York State. Okay, fair. But, but all I'm saying is that. But it, it, that'll it, be passed along too. Like they'll they'll raise your rent by sixty dollars if they have to pay forty. Sure, but yeah, my point is but, that it's not raising the funds from people who can necessarily afford it. Like you know, um, yes, the majority of people in Troy are renters, but there's a lot of homeowners and a lot of retirees that are in their homes on fixed incomes and things like that. And now suddenly they're having to pay for the luxury of having contaminated water with the prospect of it eventually. 
being, you know, uh, fixed. It's like, oh, your water, water's got a little le- extra lead in it. We haven't been charging you for that. So we're going to charge you for that. And, uh, you know, eventually we're going to have enough revenue to, to maybe get around to fixing it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think $40 to, to fix this big of a problem is a, a year isn't, isn't too big of a deal for me, I don't think. But uh, it... It would the better uh, obvious better solution is to get RPI to, to obviously pay it. yes but yeah. that oh. but in it, it, if we're you know realistic grown ups who understand how the world works that's not going to happen um, <laughs> so you I, know we have a Republican mayor and a Republican city council yeah. like there's just that's never going to yeah happen. I mean officially he's a Democrat yeah and officially sure. they're uh, Democrat well and we're majority. about to have Carmelo Mantello as <laughs> yeah. as mayor so then it's definitely not going to happen it's going to be so different. Yeah, it's gonna the be city's so going to run different. totally differently with, um, yeah, change of political party uh, alignment. I would rather the city charge every landowner forty dollars extra a year and actually fix this problem, yeah. than do what it has done so far, which is absolutely nothing. But I guess what I'm trying to point out is forty dollars ain't going to cut it. It's something like half or more of like the houses around here have led no it's only 4500 houses okay even still 4500 houses 40 dollars per like household is going to what pay for that in a year like no way it's 40 dollars every year for like the next 15 years yeah the city yeah yeah, the city plans to raise like several million dollars for this and so is the idea that they're going to get after the replacement immediately and like take on a loan that they're going to pay off with this 40 dollar a year surcharge for the next 15 or like will the 15 years of accumulating the money eventually pay for the replacement in real time of like, you know, one house at a time for 15 years, you know? I mean, I, I'm not really like, I don't pay a ton of attention to the city's like budget proposals mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. So I don't know what specifically they have proposed. If I had to guess just by nature of the resources, the types of resources that will be needed to do this project, they will probably do it little by little. Yeah. Starting off with, so, you know, if you raise a million dollars the first year, then you use that money to start fixing some homes. Like, yeah. that's prob- that's how most municipal projects are, are tackled, all, so. All I'm saying is that if you're pregnant now, your kid is going to maybe be growing up in a home with lead contamination for 16 years before it's necessarily yeah. resolved yeah. via this plan. Yeah, which yeah. Like, I mean, th- there's no... feasible scenario where the city of troy does them all in a couple months yeah it's like we use every city is understaffed and underfunded for uh like a century yeah there's just not enough people (laughs) and equipment to do it yeah yeah which is like a much larger problem right is that like no uh, cities are are tasked with like the actual things that impact your quality of life and are the least funded government like that impacts you Mm -hmm. you know it's yeah yeah i mean what the city could do is in the meantime that they are trying to actually fix this problem on the infrastructural level give families especially homes that have children in them high quality filtration systems that will because you know a, a filtration system that actually takes lead out of your water is quite expensive yeah and do a robust public information campaign that's like listen when you are making pasta, when you are making coffee, whatever you're making, if you, this is water you that consume, you consume, yeah. you need to use this filter. That would go a huge way towards protecting, again, especially young, vulner- young people who are vulnerable to this. But I haven't really even heard anybody, any, anybody proposing that the city do that. Like purchase this actual, you know, this, this the stuff that could change people's lives tomorrow. I haven't, I haven't heard any yeah. discussion of them doing that. So, 
that's I from to me, if we're looking at it practically, how do we actually solve this problem in a way that protects children over the course of the next decade? The city needs to purchase filtration devices and get started on fixing the actual infrastructure at a small scale, ramping up as as quickly as they can. And if this forty dollars a year helps them do that, then i'm I'm more than happy to pay it. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to be personally begrudging a forty dollars charge that's in any effort you know, regardless of how effective ultimately it is toward the solution of this, like, sure, absolutely. I'm just saying like, this is such a, a, a both acute and chronic problem, you know, like there's no healthy amount of lead. And like the earlier you are in your brain development, like the more like potent and severe the damage is caused. It's just, it's like, essentially everything other than just declaring a state of emergency, uh, getting like, you know, a hundred million dollars from the state and like going into every single home and like, you know, figuring it out and putting together a plan to get them all fixed within like a year. Everything short of that seems like wholly insufficient to the severity of the problem. Yeah. It's a shame that probably like every other city about our size uh, and makeup uh, has this problem too. Yep. Probably. Like, Like there are millions of homes across this country that are like poisoning its inhabitants with. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a huge problem that, you know, of course we haven't even tried to to solve in this country. Do we want to move on to the balloons (laughs) that (laughs) we spent millions of dollars to shoot down? Yeah. Yeah. So here's where the money goes. Here's where the money goes. And so, you know, we covered the balloons, uh, and the UFOs, UAVs? UAPs. 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 UAVs are the uh, unmanned aerial vehicles or un- unidentified aerial, aerial phenomena. phenomena. Yeah, UAP. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but we missed the funniest one, which is a they shot down an octagon. But that happened after we recorded, which yeah. happens to us so much <laughs> yeah. because I'm a lazy asshole. So I don't ever like actually finish producing the episode the day that we record it. <laughs> I always do it the next day because I'm just you know I'm it's Sunday afternoon. I want to just do chill. So you know. The fucking octa- octagonal <laughs> balloon or whatever it is that gets shot down happens like, I don't know, a few hours after we finish recording. Ugh. Over Lake Huron. Over Lake Huron. So this is from AviationWeek.com, the Aviation Week network. Hobby Club's missing balloon feared shot down by USAF. This is February 16th. This was published. Basically, there is this hobby... Um, aircraft it's called P- pico balloons or pico okay P- yeah yeah P-I-C-O pico. yeah yeah balloon. it's like uh smaller than nano they're uh they're like mylar balloons yeah they get like, up like to a happy be, birthday balloon they get up to be like balloon. nine to twelve feet in <laughs> diameter once they actually get into the high altitude like up to forty thousand feet they like they they get kind of big and they have like little monitors on them and you know people just use like ham radio and these like super super low-tech balloons that they figured out the the exact right amount of helium to put in it or the right amount of gases anyway to put in it so that it will cruise at forty thousand feet and it, they'll circum they'll circum circumnavigate circumnavigate circ- I wanted to say circumvent. That's obviously not uh, right. <laughs> they got circumvented by uh, I think <laughs> a 89X rocket. <laughs> <laughs> and I 
got to say, I don't know that I think it's a good hobby to just be putting mylar balloons in the atmosphere and then what could go wrong? letting them go. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like they like don't it's recover sort of environmental them. Hazard. Yeah, it's not good for like the, the, the fish and shit. But I don't know that it's so terrible that it should be shot down by Air Force missiles. <laughs> I don't know that it's that bad of a hobby. I don't, I don't understand how. So like the missile has to hit something right to explode oh no they got all types of things they can explode uh, based on a uh, a sensation of distance timer like uh, explode by wire it could have been a visual confirmation it's just just, i'm just like trying to imagine like how hard it is to like get this like a missile that's got to be like five times bigger than the target to like actually (laughs) explode when it's near it well it's sort of like uh close enough is good enough in horseshoes and hand grenades and aim 9x rockets yeah and some sidewinder missiles yeah uh yeah i um i I was i was looking at um seth harp who's um a reporter that investigative reporter that mostly looks at um like all those mysterious like deaths in fort on fort bragg and stuff Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so he has a lot of um sources in the military and he 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 was um he he posted some screenshots of a chat that he's having with a usaf fighter pilot um who's saying like we we couldn't we couldn't possibly look like bigger clowns and that um <laughs> true, uh, true. And, and he fighter and, pilots posting their l's yeah and, <laughs> and seth harp asks how does that even happen like what agency generated that targeting intel to like sh- like hit like go after these fucking balloons and it was probably norad in real time in the context of political pressure from the actual chinese surveillance balloons so they're just like I think that's clearly what happened. It's clearly what's yeah. going yeah. on here, right? Is that like these are not new objects yeah. in the sky? They've yeah. been they, these little nerds have been happily flying their little balloons yeah. around for years and years. But fucking Brandon is soft on balloons, <laughs> and he's fucking giving in to the communist threat. Yeah. And you know he's got to fucking show some goddamn resolve. This is all also in the midst of a helium shortage. Like it's a motherfucking yeah. balloon gap, and like They're, we only. Have so much of that shit and you know these balloons they cost as little as twelve dollars yeah they should go back to hydrogen and i saw a report that like one of these (laughs) that would would give them a fighting chance (laughs) (laughs) you know i saw something that one of these missiles is like four hundred thousand dollars and then what david you were saying it's like forty thousand dollars to fly one of these planes for one hour yeah every every hour uh an f-35 flies which i think only they use an f-35 yeah. once because i don't think an f-35 can ha- can like actually handle a balloon uh kinetic situation <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll get stuck in the turboprop yeah and, like yeah so like uh, so like i don't know how much it costs to fly an f-22 or an f-16 which are the other two planes that, oh, i that think yeah it could have been it could have been like, an f-18 it's yeah. more oh, than yeah, 12 fucking dollars. dollars let's yeah. go with that yeah. it's more than 12 dollars but this is like Pro- planes are effed up am yeah. I right <laughs> very likely millions of dollars that we're spending collectively like fighting balloons <laughs> <laughs> fucking a and the chinese uh like ambassador or whatever just met with um uh blinken and blinken's like okay so first he didn't apl- apologize for the, the the spy balloon secondly he basically just spent the entire me- meeting making fun of us for being like really uh, hysterical and being ridiculous, <laughs> yes, I am too. Scared like, little babies, Brittany, I think I think you said this was like let, let's the actual like the the balloon that definitely came from China is like if it's 
if if a Montana rancher can see it from the ground with the naked eye, yeah, it's not a spy balloon because you can fucking see it. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it's not. This is a terrible spy device. <laughs> it's like a, it's like Rocky and Bullwinkle levels of like incompetent <laughs> yeah. spies. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and they're like, it's it's the size of three school buses. It was like, yeah, that's bad for being a surveillance device. Like, it should be tiny. <laughs> Well, it's probably they saw these like, you know, nine by nine mylar balloons and they were like, oh, my God, this is the real deal. Look at how tiny it <laughs> yeah, is. Right, yeah, Compar- yeah. Comparatively. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. <sighs> Look at how quickly they're developing their balloon technology. <laughs> my only request to the hobbyists sending up these shapes, you know, is like, how about make them like look like pinatas? So then at least, like, Aww. when they get blown up by, like, a Sidewinder or whatever, they'll just rain candy down and everything. That, I love that. And then we can, we, that's really a cause for celebration. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's lovely. Yeah, like, but stop making them out of Mylar. <laughs> Use something that's, like, more friendly to the environment. Yeah, like some, paper. Yeah. yeah. Get Ecovative to get into the, the balloon space. Use some kind of yeah. mushroom a, a balloon. Mi- a mycological yeah. balloon. Myco balloon. I bet that could work. It needs to be stretchy, though, right? Yeah, yeah, we can. We can. can you make it stretchy? Yeah. yeah, we can make it stretchy. Okay. <laughs> All right, you guys ready for a wildflower? Oh, Absolutely. yeah. Minnesota House has passed a universal school meals, providing free breakfast and lunch to all students. There we Fuck. go. Yeah, finally. The one state where the Democratic Party has, like, some weird, like, affiliated, right? Isn't it, like, the Party of Democracy in Minnesota or something like that? It's got, like, some, it's slightly different. And I feel like oh, really? that, yeah. And I feel like that has everything to do with why Minnesota has decent politics. Well, it passed seventy to fifty-eight, nice. so that's a pretty good margin. I think these days, it's going to cost over the course of two a two-year budget. It's going to be three hundred and eighty-eight million dollars. Um, and so this is to they they had a they already had some universal meals, um, which covered the cost for about sixty-two uh, percent of students. Who were eligible for the for the free lunch thing. But one out of four food insecure kids doesn't qualify for these programs because the, the because the means testing is all fucked up. Like it's all of way course. too low. It's some people's income is hard to categorize in that way. People are doing DoorDash. They're doing gig work like it's not easy to show income in a way that the government understands and can say, yes, you get this benefit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is what we got to do, folks. No more means testing. Just give it to everybody. Yeah. Especially something like as universal as every kid who has compulsory education needing to eat. Like just the efficiency of all of that. Of just being like, oh, well, we can distribute food in a very straightforward and efficient manner to these kids that are captive for eight hours a day. (laughs) Yeah. We can do that. Uh, Minnesota Democratic Farmer Labor Party. That's what it's called. Nice. F- interesting. So, reaction heads will know that um, uh, uh, Elmer Smith, who was uh, in part responsible for the release of the Centralia um, tragedy prisoners, he ran for, I think, pro- county prosecutor under the Farmer Labor Party in Washington, mm. um, which was, like, kind of ascendant in the 20s and 30s because... Um, the fucking IWW was falling apart. And so like they were looking for new ways to kind of break into electoral politics and they were trying to do that, like classic, you know what the left has wanted to do since fucking peasant Russia, which is combine the rural worker with the urban worker 
and make them kiss so that we can have a real revolution for everyone. Yeah, um, bring your sickles, bring your hammers. Right. Yeah, let's yeah. get it together. Yeah, but it kind of fizzled, um, at least in Washington, <laughs> and he ended up losing the election. Uh, if you are a reactionary to your listener, you're going to get that bonus episode someday. Oh, whenever so I finish writing it, which will happen eventually. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Minnesota and North Dakota both have Democratic um, uh, farmer labor parties. Very nice. Cool. Or, or no, sorry. There, North Dakota is called the Democratic Nonpartisan League Party. <laughs> oh, that's nonpartisan right. party. All the right. nonpartisan party. That's, yeah. That's, that's how many levels of ideology are you? <laughs> <laughs> that, that is baby. Let me show you. Nonpartisan party party politics. I love that. Yeah. Um. So they they're also Minnesota is also going to um they unanimously passed a bill that's going to provide five million dollars in emergency funding for food shelves because they're finding that like pantries are being um hit up more than ever and they're like they can't keep enough food stocked to give to everybody who has a need um so they're gonna give a bunch of money to that one thing that is kind of funny one representative said, uh, so this this is not going to cover a la carte items like cookies or potato chips. Um, okay. And one representative said, this isn't a Gatorade for all bill. This is a meals for all bill. Wow. Wow. I feel like that representative was like hangry during a long <laughs> session and and the 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 like snack vending machine was out of order and the drink but only the drink uh uh vending machine was working and he's still pissed that the minnesota legislature switched from coca-cola to pepsi products <laughs> and so he's like i god damn it i only only thing i can get is this gatorade and then like they're like how do you feel about this spending bill this isn't a gatorade for all parties <laughs> <laughs> ah, gatorade my god the luxury these kids are expecting they want sugar and salt in their liquid <laughs> they, they want to run around outside you know doing recess in the sun and this like parking lot that we've painted a bunch of like lines on that they can like play four square in uh and then they want hydration plus electrolytes, electrolytes? <laughs> no fuck that we got to draw the line somewhere yeah we want bread we want roses we want gatorade we want free meals <laughs> for everyone uh so yeah congrats minnesota that's awesome we should have a, a universal everything everywhere for everyone yeah all for all. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yeah. All for all. All at once. <laughs> at the same time. Um, all right. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Iron Weeds. Hope you enjoyed it. I we I haven't finished the bonus episode that I had hoped to put out last week, but I had kind of a rough week, so I didn't get it out yet, but it will be coming out uh let's say Tuesday. Hell yeah. That that'll hold me to it. Hell probably. Yeah. If yeah. not Tuesday, then some other day. Um <laughs> and... We didn't say which Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I think that's all I got. All right. Yeah. So in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter. Ironweedspod. And on Instagram. Ironweedspod. Shoot us an email. Why don't you? At ironweedspod. At gmail.com. Thank you so much. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Peace. <laughs> Donald Trump calls the Lincoln Project the Lincoln Pervert Project. <laughs> He's back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Lincoln Pervert Project is a great band. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a great Pervert Project. Yeah, that is.